forever. Dog. Hi. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We're here. We're here. Hey, Sydney girl. Hello, hello. We're we're right. We're back. We're back from uh, a trip, and mm. I I am refreshed. The reset mm. has the reset has happened, mm. and I'm I'm positive about where I am right now. You're on the couch. Yes. <laughs> you're positive about that. Yes. Okay. I love that you're present, babe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm here. Sydney, you said you you feel refreshed after that vacation, <laughs> after that work trip that you took. Well, you oh. you did sleep for a couple of hours, friend. Oh, every day, every day, every day. That's that's my drinking, sleeping. Yeah, every day I would wake up and I'd be like, I wonder if Sydney's gonna come out with us today. <laughs> <laughs> or we would go out for like I don't know an hour, and then Sydney would get right back in the bed. Um, and it was like, where did Sydney? Oh, there she is. She's <laughs> I'm, I can't believe you guys didn't even get pictures or videos of me passed out. Guess this, because we was outside. Yeah, that's right. We were D- outside. Um, for many of the people who don't know, we just came back from a whirlwind New Orleans <laughs> trip for our good sis, Amina. Mm-hmm. It was her birthday. And her birthday. Birthday. It was a nice little trip. I had a I had a good time. Um, you know, I, I was doing all that I could to put myself out there for y'all, you know, mm-hmm. for the pod, mm-hmm. for the story. And as yeah. you can tell, I left my voice down there, I think. Um, I had a voiceover audition today and they were like, we don't want any gravelly voices. And I said, well, guess I'm not going to do this audition because <laughs> I sound like a car engine. So um, shout out to that Visa uh, gig that I will not be booking. Well, um, I mean, I think that's racist and homophobic. What's wrong with gravelly voices? Mm. I mean, I think when you watch a, a Visa commercial, it's usually like, hi, so if you want your car, like this, it's not, you guys are like buying things. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that makes me want to buy more. I was like, who is that woman? 20, no, who is that man? Uh-huh. Sir? <laughs> no, so, uh, no, who is that beautiful human being, okay? We don't we don't go by gender construct. Thank right you, now. Sydney. Who is that they them that does yeah. those visa commercials? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, Tony Braxton's doing really bad. No. Um, yeah, so that they, they were they were calling me before we were recording this episode. They were like, mm-hmm. Hey, are you still gonna submit for visa? And I'm like, I don't wanna waste anybody's time. Um, I mean the damn the voice is the voice is gone, sis. Yeah. 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 You think I should have some huh? And I'm trying to think. I'm like, I mean, we had fun, but like, we weren't, we weren't screaming like that. We were screaming on that swamp tour. Oh, that's right. We did a swamp tour, guys. Can you believe it? We were live laughing and loving. Yeah, we loving. were like, we were like, every time the Real Housewives take a trip, they always do a group activity. Mm-hmm. Let's be Real Housewives in New Orleans and go, you know, look at some alligators in a dirty, dirty swamp. It was just, I would have hated. I, not only did the the alligators look dusty and dirty and nasty, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so did the water. And I would have just hated to fall into the water. Since if you fall in that swamp, you don't have to worry about how dirty the water is. You will get eaten by those alligators. So also, like, Sydney, if your wig fell in the water, would you reach in and get it? That's a million dollar question. Right. This wig, the good wig. 
the now okay all right how many days do i have left of the trip because <laughs> if it's in the beginning of the trip i'm gonna have to get the wig if it's at the end then i'm just gonna go to the airport uh With you know straight st- backs straight box and stocking cap and all you know mm. it's the beginning it's the it's the middle of the trip the middle yeah. it's the middle of the trip <laughs> you you got the same amount of days on either side yeah, I, 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 that's a tough one. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. I can't say. I can't confirm or deny what I would have done. I mean, I don't know. We have a video of like how fast alligators' mouths shut. Mm-hmm. Like millis- in a millisecond, the guy threw a, a marshmallow into this alligator's mouth. So all the gators in New Orleans have, um, in Louisiana, have diabetes, in case you guys didn't know. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But they got they have great dental, great dental because the teeth are all there. <laughs> They're doing better than me. I mean, Sydney, I believe that you'll get that tooth that you've been praying for. Oh my God, I believe that girl! God will provide. Can we do a prayer circle? I just want that fucking tooth back. Well, first, I want my teeth straight. I have to get my teeth straightened, and then I can put in the implant. So you know, we're we're thinking about ten G's. $10,000 for a tooth? Teeth cost more than titties? No, no. But I like, I'm going to, ha- I think I have to get Invisalign and then I have to get the tooth implant. And the tooth implant, I don't know, it's going to run me a couple thou. It's going to be like $4,000. Yeah, teeth are expensive. 4000 I feel like a crown is like $3,500. Okay, well, you know, I think this missing tooth is my character now. So it's a personality <laughs> trait. <laughs> She's Marie, Pisces. Marie, we haven't done this in a long fucking time. What were you an expert in this week, bitch? Oh, wow, friend. I think this week I was an expert at putting myself out there, truly putting myself at risk for a good time and a good story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't really get into the details of the story right now because we talked about it on the Patreon. Oh, uh, yep. Just, you're going to have to. If you want to hear about it, babes, you got to go to the Patreon. Just know that the thing that I put myself at risk for involves um, eating booty like groceries. Yes. So, yep. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all I'm going to say to you. I think, I, think, I think right now, I think right now, if y'all are listening to the pod, you should... Click right off and go right to the Patreon and sign up right fucking look now. At, look at Andrew's face. Wait, yeah. you were you were the, the one doing it. Andrew, we can't doing, answer. We can't answer. We can't answer were, anything. You think my voice is raspy no. because I was eating booty? <laughs> well, we can't. We, were, we can't confirm or deny. Andrew, you think I eat vacation straight man ass? Hold on. <laughs> okay, wait. So, okay, wait. What was the, what was the problem? Andrew, you have to, yeah, anything. you have to get on the Patreon, babe. I have to pay for the Patreon. The pay for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. I'll Venmo you $2.50. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's that's what happened, or that's what was going to happen. And, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know that's to be. Continued. Wait, Marie, you posted a picture of like this guy like flirting with you at a bar, but then there were sir? people in the comments, sir. That, mm-hmm. Yes, oh, wait, was this? Is am I following? Am I going into bad? Yeah, like, you are, Andrew. Uh, if oh. anybody wants to know Marie's business, they got to go to the Patreon, and that's I didn't that. Realize that I was speaking to Marie's lawyer. Okay. Yes, you. Oh. Well. We're well, on. that's what that's what Cindy was doing in New Orleans. Okay, she went mm-hmm. to Tulane School of Law. There you go. <laughs> I I, just, I do anything for my client, and that is that sustained. Can I, can I ask one question, and then you can choose to not answer it, or you can answer it. Absolutely. Carry go ahead. carry on. 
Okay, so like the, you posted a picture of someone flirting with you at a bar, and I feel as like I looked in the comments and people recognize this person. Oh, yeah, it's that guy. That's the guy. Okay, all right. That's the uh -huh. guy. Well, I mean, and and because I said his name on Patreon, and when I posted the photo, people were like, "Oh, is that him?" And my heart stopped for a second because I was like, "Do these people know him?" And then, I but forgot, they don't. Yeah, I forgot that I had said his whole government on on my the Patreon. Account. Yeah, <laughs> we love. <laughs> Someone's gonna recognize him that actually knows him, and he's gonna find it. And I hope. And he that's. Does. I hope he doesn't. I hope that you know what. Let, never mind. If you need to know what happened, go to the Patreon. That's it. That's the last time I'm promoting this this thing right now. Mm. I feel like you're saying that, but we're only eight yeah. minutes in. You're gonna say it again. So this um, this is how you sell. This is how you sell. Okay. Yeah. All right, Sydney. Mm -hmm. Were you an expert in this week? Uh, expert in um. Hmm. See, I asked you that, but I didn't know mm. what exactly I was going to do. Mm. But I did say yes. I'm not going to say to, you know, what company, but they want to give me an air conditioner. So I what? am saying yes <laughs> to more influencer gifts. What? I believe it. I believe it's my duty to take on Who these responsibilities. Who is giving you an air conditioner? That an air, took such a turn. It did. It, it 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 is a gorgeous air conditioner, and they're gonna come wow. and set it up. And the key key is is that last year for Sid Can Cook, I raised money to buy an AC, and now I'm taking that out. Okay, well, I'll take the old one because mm -hmm. I don't have one. So. Yeah. Also, why did you make it seem like you said yes to something <laughs> no one else would have said yes that's to? The, I'm that's... leaving the pod. I'm leaving the pod. I have an AC now. Right. <laughs> listen, listen. This is suspense. I'm I'm an artist. How many BTUs they installing, sis? Way nice. more. Way more. When I told them how many BTUs I had, they were like, for that apartment? I said, yes. Yes. For that apartment. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't they do said, that. They said, is it a studio that you live in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, how many rooms wow, do you BTU, have? BTU slender and shit. Yeah, well, uh, B BTUs can tell you how broke you are. So if you go by the BTUs, people can really tell your well, tea. So, well, sometimes people get BTUs based on what's on sale, sis. Mm -hmm. you know? It was definitely on. I'm doing what was in my budget. I don't care about the, the, about the room size. It's like... Okay, does that make sense for me? I'm just going to sit in front of the AC. I don't need the whole room coat. I just need where I'm at. <laughs> you're like, so now your AC is a fan. Got it. That's what, Sydney, that's what it how is. Many, how many BTUs is the, is the Sid Can Cook AC? I think like 5,000, which is nothing. Oh, it's a fan. It's a fan, dude. It's I'm a paying, loud fan. Yeah, I'm paying more um, in my Con Ed bill for the AC than I would if I had three fans. It's dumb. Oh. All right, well, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll yeah. put it in my bathroom or something. Okay, well, on a higher note, on a higher note, we have a guest today. Can't you we believe? Have a guest beach. We have remember a when guest. We, remember when we used to book guests weekly? Oh, my God. We needed, well, we needed to take a break, you know? People, people actually love the solos, so don't do that. They do love the solos. They adore the solos. You're saying that as you're introducing a guest. Yeah, but you know what? Because we have our, a guest, but people like when it's just us. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm so proud of the guest that we have. It's going to blow our solos out the water. Do you hear me? Yes. This guest uh, was one of our first live show or what? I think the first live show guest we ever booked. Mm -hmm. um, very funny, freaking fantastic, unrecognizable right now. Yes, we can't. <laughs> 
We don't know what they are right now, but would not have would not have stopped to speak to this person on the streets of New York. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't have any change. Uh, but uh, we heart we heart them, and you heart them, and you know them. It's the fabulous. It's the famous. It's the super Ms. Cracker, our drag expert. Yes. Hey, Ms. Hello, she's the woman. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I'm so glad to be on the squad cast again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I like everything that's happening over there. What's the setup? You have like this pink curtain behind you. You're on a pink couch. Mm-hmm. Are you at Mariah Carey's house? I, I, I am backstage at Victoria's Secret, um, <laughs> helping the girls get ready. No, I, I'm. This is my little studio because you know there haven't been any live shows. I had to make a fancy background for when I do important things like host bingo so yeah i have these, oh don't do that uh, don't do that bingo Mm-mm, don't do that miss cracker some of our closest friends have done bingos um andrew <laughs> oh. it's true yeah. yes it's, it's a gay thing yeah it is <laughs> very it's a cultural Girl, thing. it's a it's an all gay thing you know what i mean like people people that use people that used adam for adam are also into bingo do you know what i mean <laughs> like that's the the old-fashioned gays you know is Adam for Adam gay MySpace? Adam for Adam is definitely gay MySpace. It's like um, basically like Grinder before there were mobile platforms. It was mm-hmm. like a desktop thing in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you ever are gay and you have forgotten what Adam for Adam is, all you need to hear is and you're like enti- your entire old gay body stands up because that was the sound it made when you got a message. And uh, it's like Pavlov's bell. Like all gays start drooling when they hear that noise, that little alert. It like trained us. So, yeah. Now, what's the craziest message you ever received on Adam for Adam? Because I feel like men talk to each other. I just think men are, they talk, they date differently. Mm-hmm. They talk to each other differently. Like, I, I feel like oh my God, eating around the bush. Oh, I got one that was like, I'm behind you. That was the creepiest one that I got. And I was like at work and I was like, (laughs) you know, like looking around and I was like, I think they were like on the street and they saw somebody like, uh, like kind of similar to me or something like that. But I'm behind you is definitely like the most bone chilling one. But I've definitely gotten a lot more bone chilling uh, things from fans as a drag queen than I have on gay platforms. For sure. Like, like, yeah, like, like get into it right now. Like one time um, I was at a meet and greet with fans and this girl like pushed a a stuffed envelope into my hands. It was like one of those packs that has like rabbit fur or whatever in between the, you know, those things you like open them up and fuzz gets everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I like open this thing in the dressing room and all of these tiny plastic babies come out like I'm talking about probably four or five hundred tiny little plastic babies about the size of a thumbnail and each one had been pierced through with like a hot wire so it came with a note that was like just so you know babies can be fashion you can string these up and make them into necklaces and bracelets and blah 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 and I was like in that moment I was like I will never forget this. I will never forget getting four to five hundred hot wire pierced babies in an envelope. That person has a yeah. that person has a dead body in their freaking um, garage oh, for sure. 
at least that yeah, person has a crawl space yeah yeah sure. <laughs> that, that's a person with a crawl space that's a person with an antique yeah yeah, yeah. So, we know so yeah. what did you do with all the tiny babies I kept them because I was afraid to throw away the babies because it felt like it would curse me. Do you know what I mean? So I kept them for a long time. I think there's somewhere here in my studio still. So somewhere there's four to five hundred babies. I feel like a late 70s pop star. Miss Cracker, you could throw them away. Your body, your choice, okay? (laughs) Throw those those those, babies away. Throw those babies away. (laughs) (laughs) People literally... All over the country, this country, people throw yeah. babies away every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. And there's nothing wrong with I'll just do what I it. usually do. I'll just, I'll just swallow them, you know? Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, they got little holes in them, so they'll, they'll go down the esophagus smoother. They're aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is when people give you gifts, you're just going to hoard them until you, because you're going to get more stuff mm-hmm. the, like, oh, the more absolutely. time passes. So I have a, I have a doormat with my face on it, um, which is an interesting gift. It's like, it's like, could go both ways, like what the message is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I have all kinds of cracker memorabilia, so yeah. Okay, but now, so you are our drag expert for obvious reasons, you know, you're, you're the most famous drag queen that I know. Um, is there a more famous, well, I mean, maybe RuPaul, but <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is there a more famous drag queen? Yeah, I'm the one that you have on speed dial and that's what matters, you know? Right, well, you're the one that when I put up a stupid Instagram video, you're like, bitch, what is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so, it's all—it's always the looks. Like, it's you're always, you always bring it together. And yep. it always makes, whenever I see your page, I'm like, do I need to do drag? I need to do more. Right, right. I feel right. like the, the outfits... The wig changes. Talk to us a little bit about like how you come up with the outfits. Is it people make them for you and then they like they have to do like a a runway show and you're like Miranda Priestly, like, yes, I like it or no, I hate it. Do you collaborate on the looks? I wish it were that way. That that would be closer to shopping and I love that. But by the way, I get a lot of uh outfit and wig switch inspiration from you two because you know, you guys are serving looks on the on the gram. And uh, you taught me that it's okay to go up on stage looking fabulous uh, for your comedy crowd, you know, because I always used to think like I need to dress down in order to do comedy. But you showed me that, no, give them the cocktail waitress fantasy. Um, What is dressing down? uh, What is dressing down in drag? Because you perform in looks. So you're saying you were wearing like. Ivy Park on stage. What <laughs> exactly? Like INC from JC Penny, you know, no. like just the yeah, it's all we, we have the same motto, you know, it's all inside. Um, hashtag tucked away. Uh so um, but when I when I see something like uh on the street, like for example, one of my big outfit inspirations came from when I found this giant round frame on the street, like, and it was an all gold frame. And I was like, oh my God, that looks like a halo. I'm gonna design a Virgin Mary outfit based on uh, that halo as inspiration. So mm-hmm. I like kicked the mirror, kicked the mirror out of it and like made it into a halo and just went on from there. So I get inspiration from just seeing stuff a lot of the time in the trash. Mm-hmm. And then I go to my designers. Yeah, I go to my designers and I'm like, this is what I envision. And um, yeah, like in All Stars, when I wore that egg 
down the runway. I just had this vision of when I was young in Seattle, there's one of our big mascots is this clam with legs. And I was like, I want to do that, but make it fashion. I was going to be a Fabergé egg with legs. And I, I just told my designer, like, we have to make this happen somehow. And they have to figure out how to make it work. First of all, Fabergé egg, wealth. Second, my designer. Sydney, we got to get to the level where we can say, well, I gave that to my designer. And, you know, now I have this Florida Naturals orange juice wig. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like. I, I mean, I mean, not, not I mean it. Marie, I feel like it, it's coming in my in my body, in my soul, in my uterus. I feel that mm. it was it's coming and I'm not worried. And especially since Miss Cracker is on the call. Miss Cracker's here to let us know that we're we'll be a part of that one day. At least assistant. We can have an assistant. Oh yeah, I'm for sure oh, gonna have an absolutely. assistant. Absolutely, hundred percent. You, have you an might assistant. have a court ordered one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for your support at this trying time right now. <laughs> so you're not you're not in the workroom slaving over a hot sewing machine. I mean, I do that sometimes still, especially because now I'm wet broke from the pandemic. I will I will make a thing or two, but I, my skills aren't up there. Like I can make you a fierce speedo. You know what I mean? Like I can I can whip that out and stone her to death, but I can't make myself a giant egg costume, you know? So like I have to depend on my designers for certain things I don't have the skills for. Like, um, but there is, there's one thing I am an expert in, it is believing in myself. Like Ooh! I, you know what I mean? Because I, like when I first learned to make a leotard, I was like, I'm a seamstress. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm a seamstress. And I did, five minutes of comedy on uh, TV for All Stars 5. And I was like, I'm a comedian now. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a comedian now. Bring me the hour set. I'm ready. Yeah, that comes Ms. from being, that's from being a cisgendered white male, I think. You know, oh, yeah, you just that's... like, every time you do something, you're like, I can do it. I'm yes. a plumber now. I, <laughs> yeah. screwed, I screwed the faucet back on. I mean, I don't no. know if it's just a cisgender white male. I feel like my dad would, get a bill for something and be like, oh, well, now I'm a plumber. I will fix all the pipes. Um, it's also yeah. a cheap Caribbean man. I think <laughs> if you believe in it, you can achieve it. Well, that that's my whole thing with um, drag queens. It's like not only do you have the confidence of a man, but you also have the like that extra layer of confidence of being a woman. Or a, dressing a sexy uh, woman, dressing up as a woman, like an over exaggerated woman in the like the drama, and it's it's put on times ten. And I I think if I had not only the confidence of a cis straight man, but the confidence of a drag queen, I could pull off way more things. I'm always like ah. I don't know but a drag queen is like no we are putting on mixing matching we're putting more hair more lashes more 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 and i'm always like this is i'm doing too much but it's like no 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 it's never too much it's always you're not doing enough do more right. that's right and that's what the like my hope for me is mm -hmm. that uh when we're doing this something good is happening like i'm hoping that drag queens help break down the idea of what a woman should behave like or mm -hmm. feel about herself so that when uh, women of any kind, women plus, yes. uh, see drag queens performing of any kind, they feel like what they're 
allowed to do is expanded and not shrunk. Like a, a woman should watch a drag show and come away being like, wow, as a woman, uh, you know, it's okay to have, to dress like this and have confidence and all of this. I can do anything I want with my femininity. Um, because I think that a lot of people are concerned that women will look at drag queens and feel like women are being made fun of. And I think that kind of drag is a not for me. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that it should be, it should make women feel like expanded, you know? Em empowered, empowered. And empowered, it, I, for sure, and, yeah. And and that's why it's like, sometimes titles suck mm -hmm. because we put that, we put that on them. It's like drag queen, like maybe, Maybe if you think about it, like drag, like are you dragging queens? Maybe I don't know. It's it's hard to understand what exactly is it. We know that you're dressing yeah. up and you're putting on a performance, but it's more than that. It, it's like almost like a lifestyle choice too. I think that's that, true. I think that I like I enjoy the theatrics of it, the drama of it. It's so extra and over the top, and the things that you like lip sync to mm -hmm. are are things that because like I feel like uh, drag queens put their like audio together right you like yeah. chop and screw mm -hmm. it yourselves or you decide yeah. I'm gonna cut it here you guys were doing reels and tiktoks before they were a thing like that's what drag was <laughs> I feel like you were yeah. doing the dancing you were saying the the things and but anytime I go to a drag show, I I feel bad that I can't do um, a flip in heels. That's the anything thing I feel bad about. I feel bad that I can't do any of it. I like not only are you singing, dancing, you're you're putting on, you're doing jokes, you're you're putting you're money in your bra. I mean, yeah, it's like, ah, and it's and you're tucking your <laughs> dick. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're tucking your whole dick at all while you're doing. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, let's. let's I always thought that. if I if I. If I wrote a book, it would be called I Can't Pee Till Tomorrow because I'm so... <laughs> yes. Yes. In my outfit. You know what I mean? It's just like, Caitlin and I did, Caitlin and my co-pilot in life, we did this experiment where like she waited outside the bathroom and I stood in the bathtub like tucked and I was like, let's find what happens if I like pee myself while I'm tucked. You know what I mean? And I just was like, oh my God, like I... Just my back was wet and that's it. <laughs> Your back was wet. So when you tuck, it tucks all the way up. It goes all the way around. Oh, girl. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, you peed on yourself? Tuck. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, I was just like, just, let's see what happens. If it did happen, what would happen? Just so I could get it out of my mind. Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I'm always afraid of peeing myself on stage because I'm 37 years old. Oh my I God, on myself really? a bit all Cracker, the time. Cracker, yeah. you look, this is 37? You look this fucking a, fantastic. This is a Jewish 37? Yeah, never Girl. seen it. Never oh, wow. seen it in my never seen it in my entire life. Marvelous Miss Maisel? How old is that bitch? Miss Maisel 37? Yeah, how old is she? They said she was what, 25? Lies. That's a Hollywood age. You know yeah. this is a cool 32. Yeah. Exactly. Mundo. Oh, absolutely. Girl 40, mm. pushing 40. Stop it. Girl. And I'm still dewy as a decimal, you know. Dewy. Like... <laughs> Wait, Miss Cracker, do you drink? You don't drink, right? I quit drinking for like seven years, but then in La Pandemique, I did have a couple of bottles of wine. Um, How but, did that go? Uh, terrible. I feel like I aged <laughs> like 
six years just because of drinking the pandemic. So I, s- I have stopped again. Again. Um, and again. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, let's get it back together. We're trying to get that uh, pre-pandemic body back together. You know, I'm trying to look like a skeleton again, which is gay for goals, you know. <laughs> cunt and gaunt. You want to be cunt and gaunt. Got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think everybody is beautiful, you know, but what I want for myself is I want people to ask if I'm okay. You know, that's the. the So so your vision board is Kate Moss. That's who's on the board. Exactly. Just a little Callista Flockhart moment. Okay. Mary Kate Nashley. um, Mary Kate Nashley. I got it. Little Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You you know, like a, like a, like a chic, chic anorexia, you know, chic. She's chic. Sick. This is horrible. Body positivity, body positivity, body positivity, girl. Mm-hmm. The body is here. So, what were we saying? We're saying something about something. Listen, we don't have to. We'll 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 come back to that. Let's you talk about do. these wigs that you be putting on, because mm-hmm. okay, they're so big, but there'll be like eight wigs in one wig. So, talk to us about yeah. how that. How, yeah. How do and I how- get mine to sit up like that? Yeah, and how much uh, uh, is it? Because it seems like you have a really good wig budget over there. Right, 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 right. Well, here's the secret. I'm still Jewish, so I do <laughs> get a bargain on my wigs. Um, I get my wigs. <laughs> I get my wigs for twenty five dollars each. They're each twenty five dollars, but I just beat them into looking beautiful. Do you know what I mean? How? I just, like how? So I always say this, that like a wig is like a person, you know, when you go through struggles in your life, that (laughs) adds to your beauty and your complexity. Come on, storyline. Let's go. You know what I mean? And so when a wig arrives in the bag, she's not beautiful yet. She's not ready. You need to put her through suffering. So you just take a comb and you like rag every piece of hair up until it's all a big cloud of mess. And then you just smooth over the very top layer with a comb so that it looks like it's all organized. And that is a wig. That is how a wig works. And that's how we are. Like we're all messed up inside and then we have this nice smooth surface and we present that to the world. You know what I mean? We're like, everything's fine. (laughs) And that's what a wig is. (laughs) But but wait, how do you, that that's my thing, it's like, how do you maintain that? Does that wig stay that way? Or is it like, op- like how long can you keep one of these beaded wigs? So what I do is I, first of all, I use a uh, heavy hairspray and then I use um, a, it's basically like an airborne, yeah, gorilla glue, like basically airborne cement. And you can wear them for like uh, two to three shows, but then they do come apart. Um, so you got to start all over again, mm-hmm. but, uh, they can last for a little bit. You wash the lace, you take care of them and then the style dies and you just comb it out and start over. So wash. Yeah. I love, I love making wigs. How do you combine? First of all, you love making wigs. Have never made a wig for anybody on. this. Yeah. Season. What's up with that? Shocking. You know, I love. I'm wigs. ready. Oh, I, if I could put you in an official Ms. wig, I would love that for both of you. Especially if I gave you you two like matching wigs to go up on stage with. That would be with one that has a curl to the right and then one that has a curl to the left. I love that. Just, just, 
everything. That's what we want. Sydney and I, you know, we're outside again and we're we're back to starting to do shows and Sometimes people book us together because they're like, who are those two hot black girls? The ones that are mean? Yes, them. They're hilarious. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> that's what we want. The next time that Sydney and I get on stage together, I want to have an official Ms. wig. I want, you know, I want to look like Judy Jetson or something. I want it to be yeah! stuck and asymmetrical. That's what I want. Yeah. Right. Oh, Black Jetsons, I think, is your vibe, both of you. Just retro futurism. Yes. yes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to do that. Okay, so I like I would love to do that. So can people who don't really have any money do drag? Because it sounds like you gotta have a lot of like spare change lying around to buy things and build things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can absolutely do drag with no money because I did it for years and I'm doing it again. Um, <laughs> it's just like all you need is one nice wig. You can style her in a bunch of different ways. You can use dime store makeup and make it look good if you know what you're doing. And if you head on down to Rainbow, mm. you can get yourself a little $25 like cocktail dress and you're ready. You ready? Get those get those rainbow pumps, you know. <laughs> Sydney Sydney used to be a, a spokesperson for Rainbow back in the day. Yeah, oh, but yeah. it never looked like put together like y'all shit. Like you you look like couture designer. Like I could never see you know how sometimes you could see people like on the train and you're like, oh, that's rainbow. Like I, I, I have that. I have that piece. Yeah. I've never seen yeah. your stuff and was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, I always thought there should be a musical called For Color Girls Who Considered Conway When Rainbow Wasn't Enough. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you just you just add a little something to it. You add a little, you stone it here, you stone it there, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you get away with it. Yeah. But like, if, if you want to do, I, I always think, you were saying that drag is doing too much, and I think I completely agree. Mm -hmm. I think that, no matter how much money you have, or how much money you make doing drag, you should be broke because you should spend it all on making it the most fabulous drag you possibly can and just blowing the roof off the thing. Okay. Well, yeah, on, um, <clears throat> I was watching Drag Race UK and one of the queens showed up in an H&M dress. <laughs> yes. She pulled up in the H&M and RuPaul was like, oh, I don't want to see that on my runway. You dazzle the fuck out of that thing, huh? <laughs> she showed up in H and M. Like they were like, "What? What you got? What you wearing?" But wait, hold on, hold on. What? Like what? Like it was just straight off the rack H and M. Yes, like, man like a mannequin. Dress. No. What happened? What was she going through? Because sometimes you just can't pull it together, sis. So I just want to know what was there a death in the family? Girl, I don't know, but I didn't even know they had H and M in Europe. I was shocked. Well, yeah. I think that's where H&M originated, baby. Yeah. I don't know. I what she was going through was the clearance rack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait. Has that ever happened, Cracker? Has that ever happened that you like was going through it and you just feel like you couldn't you couldn't put it together like you usually do? Mm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do, you, do you have a specific have this... situation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have this uh, black turtleneck dress that I wear when I'm done. Do you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. just it's it's just it's a very long turtleneck, and it's shiny. And I made it myself out of four-way stretch spandex. And when I am 
when I am done for the week, I'm like, this is what's going on. I just slip her on, zip her up, and they get what they get, and they don't get upset that day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's my sign. We call it my drag T-shirt because it's like it's it. It's it's her it's a nap drag dress. T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you? Do you think you could ever like coach us into doing drag? Absolutely. I actually think I actually think there. Marie, yeah. I think Marie could do it. Like w- when it comes to the wigs, the the extra eyeliner, mm. um, I, I like the clothes. The choice of clothes is so fun, and it has a l- tons of personality. I will show up in like jean shorts and a regular tank. Yeah, but like, Sydney, Sydney will throw jewels and and diamonds and studs all over her face. So Sydney, yes, you're halfway there too. I'll do the yeah, I'll do the I- rhinestones on the baby hairs. I'll do that. Yes. Yes. I think Rhinestone you are one. Yes. I think you're one tease away from uh, being drag queens. Like, I think if you if you had a big Caitlin's nodding her head, like if you had um, a a big fluffy wig and we went all dream girls on you, then I think that you would be you could be drag queens and you would kill too. All you all you have to do is like extend that cat eye wing a little bit farther. Shablam drag. And I think you would kill the the drag scene as as uh, what what do we call them now as female queens? Mm. Hmm. I mean, you know, every time I do my cat eye, I do try to make cis it queens. a little bit longer. Cis queens. Cis, cis yeah. queens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cis the queens. Cis queens. <laughs> I like that. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, cis queen. <laughs> but I think somebody. I think somebody would white. Call me a cis queen, and I'll be like, "No, thank you. I'm all set." No, so that's right. yeah, right. <laughs> a white woman will try to call me a cis queen, and I'll say, "No, yeah, but it's a canceled." Cis queen, no. Like cis c i s, not s i s. Okay, I'm just making sure. You know, I'm <laughs> you know, Sydney's you know, I'm confused. Sydney. Yeah, already, I'm like, okay, that's not PC at all. I don't know you, bitch. Okay, without saying names, if you don't want to names, if you want to be messy and keep our pod interesting, mm-hmm. what's the worst? drag queen like the worst type or the worst you've seen or like the thing that made you go uh-uh. like what tell us tell us the mess oh what's the worst kind of drag queen mm-hmm. oh it's such a tough question because there's so many to choose from <laughs> okay but um. get, just get specific <laughs> specifically tell us like if you were a judge on like a drag queen show if you were RuPaul what kind of drag that you're just like no we don't need to see this right absolutely not get out of my house yeah get out of my caucasian Caucasian house yeah i mean i think if you're not making fun of beauty and you're not making fun of fashion and you're not making fun of pop like it's just not for me if you're not making fun of the way the world is i just if you're serious about it that's what i i can't i can't get into you know what i mean I need people that are mocking everything because that's what I do. So mm-hmm. I, you could be as beautiful as you want to. You could be as fierce of a dancer as you want to. But if you don't have your tongue in your cheek at least a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm less, I'm less likely to be into it because we already have models and we already have fierce dancers and we already have pop divas. We don't need any more of that. We need people to make fun of it. You know, so that's that's just my thing. There are exceptions like Naomi Smalls. Um, uh, she is very serious about her drag. She's 100 percent a model, but she kills it so hard that she breaks out that mold for me. You know, what I mean, I'm like, OK, 
all right, you got me. I'm into it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, if I if I see a girl being serious on the stage, I'm like, ah, all right, okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I want that comedy. That's the, that's the clip right there, the, what you just said, like, not making fun yeah. and just, like, mm-hmm. taking it too serious. And I think that's how it is yeah. with comedy in general, just, like, you know, the yeah. comedians that you feel like, okay, are you preaching? Is this like a TED talk? Like, what's really good? Are you having fun? Like, what's what's the where team? are the jokes? Beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm so- down. I'm down for a little Nanette every once in a while. You know what I mean? Nanette! Like, <laughs> no, Nanette. I don't know. I tried to watch that recently and I was like, hmm. It, it, was, it wasn't for you, babe. Was not for me. Babe. Was it was not for you. <laughs> I said this is winning comedy awards. Interesting, because I'm doing comedy wrong. Yes. <laughs> now, now this is gonna be a uh, this is gonna be an extra question. This is gonna be one of those questions where you're like, okay, this might be too much. But like, how much can you make as a drag queen? Like a mm. range, you know? Like, what's the lowest amount, and then what's like the yeah. highest amount? I think the lowest is drink tickets. You get a, a you get a twenty dollar drink or a bar tab, right? It's that like, is hey. exactly correct. Right. You could get exposure. That's what you could get. Oh my god! Exposure. Yeah, that's the lowest you could get is exposure. exposure we love exposure. That. that raggedy beach. They have to stop with the exposure thing. I mean, maybe when you're just starting, yeah. but just to think about how much it costs to to be in this field. Yeah, that's not going to yeah. be enough, honey. Like. Just l- the lowest you'll spend is like a hundred dollars on your look, right? But and yeah. it's like then, then I, the time, yeah. the time you got to put into it. You're also you're you're spending time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So like, at least pay for my Uber to get there. That's what I want, you know. Um, but uh, so that's the lowest you can get is like exposure, and then the highest you can get, I think, is well. I mean, like. Uh, <laughs> Are we counting RuPaul? Like, are we counting Trixie Mattel, who gets like, who has millions of dollars and recently bought a motel? Bought and a, a motel. Bar and a, Excuse me. And yes. a bar and a house. Yeah, Come again. And oh, a tri- house. Trixie. And okay. a house for herself. And a house for her mother. And You're a lying. Second house for herself. And is she a, no, buying the houses in Detroit? Yeah. <laughs> are the homes in Detroit? They're they got wheels and on them. Ma- Handmade custom houses in Burbank, California. Just oh. like that's that's Monty, and I'm not like like exposing her business or anything. She very proudly gives tours of all these things, and is like, "This is what I have." Like, do you ever lay up wondering why you're not rich and famous? I don't, cause I am. You know, <laughs> so it's just like. So how much do we? Well, cause is it is. Trixie as an example the bulk of their money coming from the work that they're booking because they they do a lot of like hosting (laughs) and like panel things Mm. and things like that or is the money coming from drag like are is is she saying that I need I don't know my fee to do this show is a hundred thousand dollars or something like that or whatever I mean high fees she has a makeup line she has successful YouTube series she Uh, has you know successful wow series it's like I think that she's just like at this point like trying to keep the money from coming in at all parts (laughs) of the house you know what I mean (laughs) and I am I'm famous for like raking in 
bazillions of dollars and s- just blowing it all immediately. That is, that what? is my what, what are we no. spending? The, what are we spending the money on, babe? Yeah, tell Talk us. Give us tell the us. list. Give us the grocery Where's list. Where's the money? Remember those designers I mentioned? <laughs> the stylist. They just, I just like I. I'm just the middleman for like that money. I'm like, people pay me. I give it right to my designers. I'm like, make this blah, 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 blah. Uh, but why yeah, don't so they I'm just learning? Why don't they just give it to you for free? Or like, why? Like, have a, 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 like you know, that's the question. I told them exposure, but for some reason they weren't interested. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most expensive look of yours? Yeah. Cause we can scroll right through the Instagram right now. Tell us everything. Caitlin, the most expensive look that I own, I think, is $7,000. Oh. And it is the finale dress that I wore for season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And it was like this morning, uh, Victorian morning gown. Can you send us and, a, uh, a picture so we can post on the on the unofficial expert page? That would oh, be great. Oh, absolutely. And it was like, I wanted to do like this... Uh, BDSM Victorian morning gown. So it was like a morning gown, but it was made all of like leather. And uh, yeah. Okay, so you're, was- you're sniffing like Nicki Minaj on the on the Insta Live. <laughs> <laughs> everything just, everything okay, was- babe? <laughs> <laughs> you got sinuses, honey? Everything that- yeah, as I said, where did that money go? Um, okay, so <laughs> here we go. I'm sending it to you right now. All right. And it was yes. just like so much money. And I, the the one that gagged me the most though mm-hmm. was this leotard that I got. That was Oh the my God. Miss Cracker. Cracker. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I want to wear this to a funeral. Let's go. Oh wow! Seven thousand dollars? Is it real leather? Is that why? That's why, girl. It was. It's, she's all real. And then this one, my finale gown for All Stars Five, was uh, roughly the same. I love that I'm putting my financial business out there. No, we no, love it. No, no, no. Yeah, because because I think people uh, don't understand how much money goes into, um, you know, doing doing drag like yeah so i feel yeah. you had to got a small business loan did you get a ppp you loan? should definitely should have got a ppp <laughs> oh abs- absolutely i saw the word forgivable and i was like i hope all is forgiven because here it goes you Cra- know just like what's your um llc cracker inc crackers miss cracker incorporated yeah okay. miss cracker llc uh, okay. yeah okay i love that i love that yeah. <laughs> well, so, I, I don't. Um, I don't have. Se- I don't have seven thousand dollars to spend on an outfit. Not, not, not yet. For an, not for an outfit to wear one time. That one time a million people are gonna see. Because yeah. that means I can't wear it again. Ever again. Oh wow. Oh yeah. It just sits in the house and like what it turns out is I don't have seven thousand dollars to spend on an outfit either. So I'm just <laughs> like, I for all stars I spend all that money. You can imagine there was like what what like fourteen different runways and. Uh, they all cost so much. And then I was like, it's okay. I'll pay with, I'll pay for all that with tour. And then there was no tour because of the pandemic. And now she is spread thin, my darling. Yeah, well, <laughs> Just a little schmear. Well, now you don't have any money to buy food. So you're going to be a skeleton. Uh, yes! this, this pink outfit is amazing. You I am the beach. Yes. 
I mean, um, Miss, do we need to start a GoFundMe or like we're doing a little Venmo setup? Like, what's the let's what's really good? Because you know, ask not, receive not. How, <laughs> not, how, not. Ask not, whatever. How do the people support you, babe? Like, are you doing Zooms? Like, where are you going to get back out there? Like, where can the people go to give you all their coins? Hmm. People can give me their coins by buying tickets to my American tour. Okay. It's called She's a Woman. If you are listening in the Europe and the UKs and such as, uh, you can support me by going to my Club Kids tour, uh, Miss Cracker's Comedy Fun House, uh, <laughs> and such as. Um, buy tickets to my shows and come see me when things open up again. That's what I really need. And listen to my podcast, She's a Woman podcast, which both of you ladies have been on. Okay, here's so my lovely. question. All these things that you're saying are nice. Are there men paying for things? Is there a sugar daddy? Is there a is there a lover? Is there a, like a, a super fan that you banged that sends you money? Talk to us about the love life of of, of what what gets crack a wet? What's happening over there, friend? First of all, I'll say no one's paying for me. All the text messages that I get show up green. So um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she's bubbles. an independent businesswoman. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's she's an independent woman. Everything has to. I I need to get a a sugar daddy. I have thought about it many a time. Um, like just you know, you'll see a guy at a bar who's tipping in hundreds, and you're like, what would that life path be like do you know what i mean or like this is my friend he's a doctor i'm like doctor mom would be so happy doctor but that is not doctor the and ms cracker so when wow. you see somebody yes, tipping 100 you see somebody tipping 100 dollars at the bar how do you place yourself strategic <laughs> strategically so they can see you or like touch your booty like how are you just watching or are you approaching well, I get ahead of the game at the beginning of the show. I say, if you give me over twenty dollars in tips, I will sit on your lap. That's all. And then, mm -hmm. then you know. Well, then that's too. That's too exactly. low. That's too. That's too low. The seven thousand dollar outfit. That's too low, honey. We need Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. Yeah, starting the bidding at one thousand dollars. <laughs> agreed. 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 Twenty dollars. I can steal that out of my yeah. mom's purse. Like, <laughs> just because I gave it to you doesn't mean I have it. My mom doesn't have a pocket <laughs> purse. She puts everything in her tits. Your mom has big boobs. Mm -hmm. Large boobs. Your mom has big boobs? Very big boobs. Oh, wow. I don't know how I missed it. Ramona's titties. Wow, that's the name of Sydney's memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sydney's one-woman show. Um, okay, so there are no men? Like, okay, so you perform. People, you're sitting on people's laps. People are into you. What's, what's the... What's the going home after a show situation? Or do you have to go home alone because you got to take everything off? You're not going home with people after. I, no, I walk home and drag. And <laughs> for a while, that's like how I got all of my attention. Like I would just walk home and like nine times out of 10, someone would follow me back to the apartment. I'd be like, it is so disgusting. <laughs> 
that I'm going to sleep with this person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. the, the, but since I met Caitlin, she's gotten me on much better behavior. And now I respect myself and love my drag. And Miss Cracker is a <laughs> professional, you know? Always, <laughs> yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. Yes, allegedly. Uh, it's so hard. It's, last- it's so hard to be professional. You're not alone. The last time someone asked me, like, made a, like, proposition at me while I was on my way home, I was like, no, I have lipstick on. And I, that's the <laughs> attitude that you have to have. Like, no, we are not messing up this face for that body. You know what I mean? For that body. <laughs> I love that. We're not messing up this face for that body. That's merch. That's merch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. Put that on the pod. I need somebody to mix that up real quick. And so we'll have it on uh, T Public and by next week. <laughs> Public. <laughs> uh, what's the worst show that you ever had? Like, did you fall? Did you did you forget where you were? Did your dress rip? What's the the moment where you were like, I gotta go back to school and get my master's degree? What mm-hmm. happened? I remember it. It's like it comes up in my mind anytime someone asks this immediately. So. When I was first like getting big in New York City, I s- got hired to do a show at a place called Therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I re- we remember. I didn't we do that show? Mm-hmm. We did you that did show. That show. Mm-hmm. So the very first show, I um, was like, I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna wear this huge like uh, four foot long ponytail mm-hmm. and uh, these brand new shoes. Mm. And I got there and I realized I didn't have my music for the first number. So I just told the DJ the name of the song. And I was like, just play that through YouTube. It'll be fine. So I'm backstage. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Ms. Cracker. And I can't figure out how to get my shoes on. So I have to go on stage with one shoe unbuckled. And while I'm introducing the show, I'm like buckling it. I'm like, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for, for coming out tonight. We appreciate it so much. With like the microphone on my shoulder, I finish buckling my shoe. I say, hit that first number. And I realize that I told them the right artist, but the wrong song. Ooh. So this song comes on that I don't know. And I start dancing and my four foot long ponytail comes all the way off. No, ma'am. Head. No, that's my yeah. biggest now, nightmare. What was, now, what was the mushroom cut doing underneath when you when the wig came off? What was the hair doing underneath? Oh, she had this like bald cap on with just like with like a ring of duct tape. <laughs> I was looking like a, a fucking robot, and I just uh, it looks like someone shrunk my head because I'm all padded out down here, and I have this tiny little pinhead, and it was so bad that this drag queen, this hateful drag queen, Bootsy LaFerris, like she walked right up to the stage, smiled and gave me a goddamn dollar as I was standing there bald as the day I was born. It just, and I finished that show somehow and I was fired on the spot after no. it was done. So it wasn't until like a year later that they brought me back and that was the show that you guys were in. But that show in the first three minutes, it went so wrong that I I will never forget that that night. Oh God. <laughs> Just bald and unbuckled. Did you pick the wig up and point down and wave it? Like, <laughs> oh, like absolutely. A you gotta 
Because the worst thing is when the audience is uncomfortable or they think you don't know something. So as long as you show them that you know what's going on, you're okay. Mm -hmm. You know what that, oh, that moment God. reminds me of? I feel you, I see you reliving it in your brain. Mm -hmm. uh, that scene in Sex in the City where Carrie Bradshaw is like, yeah, put me in the tallest shoes. I love heels. I wear heels. And she is like roadkill on the runway and like I think Heidi Klum on the runway yeah I think Heidi Klum gives her a dollar I don't know steps <laughs> over her yeah yeah <laughs> it's tr it's triggering for me just hearing it that didn't happen to me but somehow it, it feels yeah. like it happened to me right yeah oh lord <sighs> yikes uh... um is there anything that you feel like we people listening need to know about drag or need to know about you or need to know about rue whatever it is this is a safe space mm -hmm. um what i want everyone to know about drag is that you can do it um anybody can it's like being an uber driver you know everyone can not everyone should <laughs> you know <laughs> um it's like uh because i in my history i have put like straight male fathers in drag and let them live their lives like uh there's this dude that I know from the Bronx he's a black guy he's a father he's uh he's like a manager at mm -hmm. Macy's and um one day he was just like listen I want to give it a whirl and he I had a Monet exchange paint him mm -hmm. and we put him in some hips and he lived his entire life for one night and so it doesn't matter who you are you could be a cis woman, cis straight woman. You could be a straight male. You could be gay. You can be a trans be man. Trans, you could be, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, just give it, um, just give it a try because you may be nervous, but if you get someone to paint you down and turn you to the mirror and you see yourself in the mirror, you might be just like, this is the night. Tonight's the night, you know? I love so give it. it whack. I love that you have I'm not one of those girls that, yeah, right? I love I'm that not you one had of those girls that's there. like, yeah, oh for sure. Mm -hmm. I was like, y'all look similar. You both look like dads. You, know? <laughs> you both look like dads. <laughs> I think that's Hi, the Monet. highest compliment. Highest compliment. Highest compliment. You both look like dads. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a compliment for me, babe. Um, <laughs> well, which one is the dad? Because that's the person who I'm gonna talk to tonight. Um, yeah, that's that's that's. I'm actually looking for my father, so <laughs> this <laughs> this hits home for me. <laughs> yeah, a mess. Anyway, Ms. Elizabeth Cracker, this was fantastic. Um, I think that we got to wrap it up because other people have other things that they're booked on and they got to go. Yes, um, yes, yes. But, oh, oh, but don't forget that I, I made sure that I got here early so that we can have enough of a solid time. Mm. Solid. Yeah. Solid. What a gorgeous time. <laughs> yeah, Not solid. Not time for ads. I love it. Not oh. enough time for ads. Not oh. enough time for ads. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honey, we it's it's a full on hour, and you know, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we'll we'll come back. We'll come back for ads. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good. I actually like coming back for ads. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Um, Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, tell people one more time where they can find you, or where they can stalk you, where they can, um, you know, bring you weird bags of babies for you to wear. 
Yeah, mm. or or just better, you know, if you're going to give, you know, Miss Cracker some gifts, let make it make it count. Maybe like a, a gift card to get some some wigs, a gift card to get some clothes, or just like a gift card for money. Just just anything, you know? Just a, just a Visa oh. gift card. Yeah, Visa gift <laughs> yeah. card always works. They take that just everywhere. Just find me. You find me on M-I-Z underscore Cracker on Instagram and Venmo. Okay. Okay. Our Venmo Venmo fam. (laughs) Yeah. All my. Oh, and wait. On Patreon. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You. If you, if you, if one person joins today, you will double my patrons on Patreon. What wait? What can they find on your Patreon though? Because that's they really want to know. Because we we spilled too much tea on ours, mm-hmm. and it's it's gotten some of us in trouble. But mm-hmm. like, what are you doing for the for the community? Mm-hmm. I answer fan advice questions um, in videos in mm. like three three to six minute videos, and I show you backstage and behind the scenes on almost everything I do. Plus, little uh, something I called a garment gab, where I talk to you about how I designed and created every outfit in my collection, and that's, oh. it's constantly creating new stuff. So, okay, okay. I love this for us. Love. That feels that feels very professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours is not professional. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not- about to go see who you were hitting on and who was hitting on you. I'm. A- about to sign up for your patreon no just go to the honestly just go to my instagram you'll see his face Mm -hmm. (laughs) you'll see his face and then you'll see my face that raggedy ass bum um anyway uh i think we got a wrap here but i'm so glad that you were able to come on this podcast with us and be our first guest in 17 years oh my god it was it was the reset that we needed and i mean people have big shoes or small shoes to fill yeah because cracker wears a size seven yeah oh you Fucking little foot bitch, I hate you. <laughs> I'm I'm damn near I'm damn near a ten. I'm the size of a boat. What's wrong with you? Yeah, cracker wears a tiny. I'm just a rowboat, yeah. I'm so jelly. Wait, show me your feet. Can you do that before we sign off? Uh, cutie pie. Oh, you must always get the shoes. You get you always get the shoes. They always have your yeah. fucking size. Okay, well, good for you. That's why my size is never in the store. (laughs) All right, Cracker, you and your tiny feet. Anyway, thank you guys. We Uh, love you. Well, we like you as a friend. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a Forever Dog production. The unofficial expert is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Senior producer, Tracy Soren. Produced by Andrew McGuire. Cover art by Sandy Honig. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.